You're listening to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I'm here to help facilitate conversations around what it means to step into your confidence so you can live the life you want, not the one you think you should. Join me as we talk about body and self-acceptance, nutrition, movement, and mindset so that you can uncover what dulls your sparkle so you can shine. With that, let's go to the show. Hello, friend. Oh, I'm so excited to be back with you. Last week, you probably felt like I ghosted you, and I swear I didn't mean to. I was having some serious tech issues, and I don't even, I still don't know what's happening with GarageBand and Mac and this episode that sounds like chipmunks. It's so sad because it's an incredible interview with my girl, Kathleen Peters, who has this podcast called What She Wishes you knew. And it's so good. It's all about giving voice to women who have experienced really hard things and having them tell us what they wish we knew. It is so awesome. And it's all about creating space and holding people well and listening and responding well. Oh, it's so good. So you have to go check that out. Kathleen Peters, and it's What She Wishes You Knew. And yours truly was on there. Okay, fair warning. I talk about grief and I talk about my mom and losing my whole family and what that looked like. And it's very real, raw processing. And it's a lot like what the Reveal podcast is going to sound like. So if you want a little like teaser, you can head over and check that out. And it's a two-part episode because I talk a lot. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. And the second part is about faith and how grief and parenting has impacted my faith as a evangelical Christian. So I have not listened to that part of the episode yet. I've listened to the first part. I'm scared to listen to the second one. Oh my gosh, I'm real nervous. But I think that it's opening up conversation in a new way, and that is what I'm all about. Right, is about having conversation that is different and giving a fresh perspective on things, especially around fitness, nutrition, and diet, culture, and body image. That is my passion and heart is to open up conversation around these things that we accept as normal and to really challenge them in a different way so that you can really evaluate what's true for you. Even ideas around health. Like, I kind of want to get rid of the word healthy. (laughs) And I know that sounds crazy. And that is next week's episode is why I want to get rid of the word healthy. So make sure that you have subscribed to this podcast because you're not going to want to miss that episode for sure. So one announcement before we get into today's topic, and that is Reveal Retreat is 115 days away Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So if you haven't heard yet, I am hosting a retreat in Nashville, Tennessee with three amazing women who are going to gather and teach us, us, I'm teaching as well (laughs) because it's my retreat, you know, but we're going to teach you 
how to truly love yourself. So looking at identity and essence and what makes you you, because especially as a mom or a business owner, or if if you've experienced a big life transition, it can be really hard to identify who you are because your identity shifts throughout your life, right? So we're going to help you rediscover who you are and how to really love that woman fiercely. And then we're also going to dive into body image issues. Dove did a study in 2016, the the like lotion and body wash people, not the candy people. But they did this big survey worldwide and they found that 89% of women are actively missing out on things. Like they're opting out of wearing the clothes that they want to wear, including clothes that show their armpits. Like that's it's crazy if you Google search Dove armpits, girl, it'll shock you. They're missing out on playing with their kids, engaging in physical activity, wearing swimsuits, going after the job that they want, showing up in their business how they want, showing up in their life how they want, avoiding being in pictures. 89% of women are doing this thing on purpose, all because of how they should look. It's all about how they perceive their body. So we're going to take this weekend and we are going to blow that apart because you know what? That statistic, that's unacceptable to me. I'm sorry. It just is. That is unacceptable. And I am on a mission to change that statistic. I want that down to zero. It may not happen in my lifetime, but you better believe I won't rest until the end of my days to change that. And to do everything that I can to make that shift available to as many people as possible. And that's what this retreat is all about. It's about teaching you to accept the body that you have and how to do that. It's not as simple as it sounds. Acceptance is complicated and we're going to teach you how to do it so that you can finally find peace when you look in the mirror. You can practice body neutrality and body respect so that this war to lose weight or change your body or get healthy can finally end. Because sister, the end of that war brings so much freedom and peace and joy. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. And I've seen it happen over and over and over again. The clients that I work with in the small groups that I run and one-on-one coaching that I do, I see it all the time. The light that comes on when it's like, oh my gosh, I can eat whatever I want? What? It's such a radical concept. What do you mean? I I don't have to diet and exercise all the time. And it's going to blow your mind. So this retreat is all about self-love and body respect. And we have Kate Clifford, Mary Hyatt, Julie Allen, and myself all teaming up to provide so much support, connection, motivation, learning, and growth all in one weekend. Like, this is going to be just incredible. There are five women signed up right now, and these women, oh my gosh, they are amazing. You are going to want these women as your besties for sure, and for life. So if you are ready to start living your life, to start modeling for your kids what it looks like to have self-respect and body respect, if you want to leave pictures behind of you 
living your best life, if you want to stop hiding and finally live the life you want, you have to be at this retreat. You have to be. And the last day to sign up is December 31st. After that, it is cut off. So if you are thinking, Kim, I really want to go to this, but I need more info, head over to revealretreats.com or send a message to hello at revealretreats.com. Reach out to me. I am so happy to jump on a call and talk with you, talk with your husband, talk with your partner to help make this a reality. If you are struggling financially and you still want to go, reach out. Let's talk about this and figure out how to make it happen. Okay? All right. That is Reveal Retreats. I'm so excited. 115 days. I hope that you will be there because it's going to be life-changing. Okay, today's topic is a big one. It's something that I've been learning about for the last three years, and that is why it's important to dress the body that you have right now. And my background is in fitness and nutrition. I've been a personal trainer and nutrition coach for 10 years, and I took a break three years ago to sell clothes. It was a shocking shift to my family (laughs) when I came home with a pair of LuLaRoe leggings, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break from health coaching, and I'm going to sell clothes. It was a total like fluke thing that I found these leggings and decided to sign up and do this direct sales clothing company. I'd never done anything like this. I was a personal trainer. Like I saw people in gym clothes 24-7, and that's what I lived in. And it was a huge shift. We converted the garage into a boutique, and I had over 1,200 pieces of clothing in my inventory here in my house. And I would have women come over and do private shopping and parties, and I would pack up all of my inventory and take it to vendor events and in-home parties. And I did live sales four to five nights a week selling clothes. And I learned a lot about fashion. I taught myself how to pattern mix. I taught myself how to dress different body types and what was stylish and how to do different styling. And I did personal styling. And it was so much fun. And I learned so much from that experience. And one of the things that I learned was the importance of dressing the body that you have now. Because working with women in the gym was one thing. Even doing online nutrition coaching was another thing. It was all based on athletic clothes, right? Clothes that compress, that hide, that make it so that you can sweat. (laughs) That's what athletic clothes are for, right? Give you the uniboob, give you the wedgie with the tight pants. Anywho, that was my world. And so switching over and seeing women put on these clothes And I saw what happened to them. I saw their faces light up. I saw them stand a little taller. I saw them do things like accessorize and put on lipstick. And it got me so excited because I saw and I knew that this had to be a part of what I was building with Captivatingly Confident. And that's why the three pillars of my business are focused on nutrition movement, and personal style slash body image because it's so important to dress the body that you have now. And I'll give you the bottom line 
right now, and then I'm going to defend my bottom line. And that is that when you dress your body that you have now in a way that makes you feel good, not only will you be more confident on the outside, but it opens you up in a different way to start building confidence on the inside. Because how many of you have tried to do like self-help work or to institute a new habit, but you are dressing up in, in what I hear referred to as the mom uniform, which is yoga pants and a sweatshirt or a tunic top or leggings and a tunic top, which there's nothing wrong with these items at all, but typically they're meant to hide. They're meant to smooth, to cover, and it's just, it kind of is like the, I went to the gym look, but I didn't really go to the gym, that athleisure wear. Yeah. And that's fine. That's comfortable, which is what a lot of us are going for, right? We want comfort. But there's a difference when you pick out your outfit and you're excited to put it on. You're like, I know that this shirt, this dress, this blazer, this sweater is going to make me feel confident. Even if I don't feel like it on the inside, even if I feel like I'm totally having to fake it till I make it today, that piece of clothing is super important. Even if you don't have the body that you want right now, it is still important for you to dress. So here's kind of some of the objections that I've heard from women when it comes to dressing up. And they sound like, I don't know what my personal style is. I don't know how, what's in style. I don't know what's fashionable. I don't know what the trends are. I've been wearing maternity jeans for the last 10 years with all my kids. Like, I don't know. Or I don't have anything that fits right. I am in a style slump. I feel like I used to be stylish and now I'm not. I I don't know what my personality is. I've gone through a lot of life transitions. I don't know what to wear. All of my clothes are outdated. I have done closet cleanouts. It's something that I offer as a in-person service. It's so much fun, by the way. It's kind of like a closet audit, but I help you remove the emotional weight from your closet. And I have seen so many clothes. There's one closet in particular that was full of clothes from the 90s. Like I felt like I was on the set of Clueless and it was all like these 90s clothes and we got rid of so many of them and it was such an amazing shift energetically. It was amazing. But that's a big thing. Like blazers with shoulder pads or, you know, like acid wash jeans, like the whole thing. Clothes are outdated. I'm waiting to fit into my before or after clothes. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Or like my skinny clothes. We'll get there. I'm going to break that one down for sure. I don't have money for new clothes. I don't know how to put outfits together. I don't know how to dress for my body type. I'm too tired to dress up. I just want to be comfortable. I don't have time to pick out my clothes. And the one that I get in a real tizzy about, I need to lose weight first. (sighs) that one. That's a big one. We'll get there. All right. So I want to talk through these objections because I want to (laughs) convince you that it is so important for you, despite these objections that you may have, to dress the body that you have now and why it's so important. 
So the first kind of clump, because some of these all fit together, the first clump is, I don't know what my personal style is, or I'm in a style slump, I don't know how to dress for my body type, and I don't know how to put outfits together, or accessorize. And this is super common. Like I said, especially after big life transitions, whether you've just gone through a divorce, or you just got married, or you just had a baby, or your kids moved out, it can be really hard to know what your personal preferences are. But that's where you start. Start with asking yourself, what kind of fabrics do I like? Do I like polyester? Do I like spandex? Do I like rayon? Do I like cashmere? What do I like? What kind of colors and prints and styles and patterns get you excited? What do you feel drawn toward? And you can use things like magazines or Pinterest to get inspiration for what draws your eye. You could go to the mall. And look, I would be careful though, make sure that you are not getting triggered by things like Pinterest or magazines, thinking, oh, well, my body doesn't look like that, so I won't look cute in that. Don't do that. Please, please don't do that. Just look at the clothes. Don't look at the models. Look at the clothes. Okay. And if you're still stumped, you can start with colors like teal and plum. These are universally flattering on every skin tone. Teal and plum. You can Pinterest that and see what comes up. Those colors are amazing. Stay away from gray, brown, white, black, and beige. These colors wash you out. They don't enhance any color in you. They don't pop anything, right? There's no spark there. And I know that you're drawn to black. I understand this because it's slimming, but it's also devoid of color. And personality. It's a good layering piece color, but look for something with color or print on it that's going to give you some pop. You can also do a personal styling session to help expand your style container. And this is something that I love to do. I've teamed up with Mary Rose Northwest Boutique, owned by Julie Allen, and I do free styling sessions there. And it's so much fun. And it's a great way to overcome a lot of these objections by just trying stuff on. You don't have to buy anything. Just come try stuff on. It's always better when you do because let's be honest, shopping is fun and it can be fun. And if you hate shopping, this is another amazing tool for you to use. Personal styling. I do online sessions and I do in-person sessions. Shameless plug for this because friends, I'm good at it and I can help you. And if you don't want to do my styling sessions, go to Nordstrom and ask them. Go try on stuff. Just even if you go to, no matter what store you go to, Fred Meyer, Walmart, Goodwill, wherever you go, just peruse. Just spend five minutes looking at the clothes and see what inspires you, what feels good to your skin, what feels good to your eyes, what maybe lifts your heart a little bit. Spending a little bit of time developing your preferences will help you when it comes to dressing and styling your body. All right. The next objections, I don't have anything that fits right, or I need to lose weight first. (sighs) This is the one that gets my heart going, right? Because of that stat, I'm going to miss out on something based on how I feel about my body. And that is not okay. You deserve to have clothes that make you feel good as you are right now. By waiting to dress your body until it looks a certain way, you are actively affirming 
that you are not worthy of good things. Not just clothes, but other experiences. Because if your body's not right to be dressed, what, what are you missing out on? Because you don't feel your best when you look in the mirror. You're denying yourself self-care on the most basic level. Getting dressed is self-care. And what would happen if you did it different? What would happen if it was actually something that you looked forward to? You're also affirming that you are not acceptable, lovable, worthy, or deserving at the size that you're at. It doesn't matter if you're pre-menopause, post-menopause, postpartum, if you are just coming off of a diet or you're just starting one, wherever you are in your body journey, you are worthy and deserving of love and acceptance and happiness and joy exactly as you are right now. And you're going to argue with me and say, Kim, that's not true. My body is not acceptable. My BMI is too high. I call BS, some of you have kids in the car, BS on the BMI system. Your ratio height to weight has nothing to do with how good your body looks. I've always been overweight on the BMI scale and I'm not overweight. My body is awesome. It rocks. But the BMI doesn't say that. The BMI is outdated and it's ridiculous. If you go to any Eastern medicine practitioner, they are not even going to mention BMI. That is a Western medicine issue. And honestly, it's a conspiracy. I'm not going to get into it. (laughs) That's another podcast. It really is though. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. So BMI is baloney. Okay. Your weight. You're like, Kim, but I don't weigh the right amount. Your weight is literally your numerical value of your relationship to gravity. That's all your weight is. It isn't an indicator of health. It isn't an indicator of perfection or the right size. Weight is baloney. I'm serious. It is. And you're probably like, Kim, that's ridiculous. If I'm overweight, of course I'm unhealthy. No, you're not. I know plenty of people that are, quote, overweight numerically and are healthier than people that are average size or the ideal weight. You have no idea about health in relation to weight unless you are working with your practitioner on that, and that's a separate issue. But in general, your weight, it doesn't... Why? Why do we have this thing with weight? I know why we have this thing with weight. I feel like I'm getting on a soapbox. Sorry. Okay. (sighs) Stepping down. I just so want to convince you that your body is perfect as it is now. That your body is acceptable as it is right now. That you don't need to change a thing. To be worthy and deserving of love, acceptance, joy, and happiness, and cute clothes right now. And I want to do a little bit of hashtag real talk with you right now. What if you never lose the weight? What if you never lose the weight that you're wanting to lose so that you can start dressing the way you want to, so that you can start showing up in your life? Because friend, weight loss is Hard. I did an entire episode on this. Episode 42 is the 40 reasons why losing weight is so hard. Because it is. And then there's maintenance. (laughs) And anybody that's lost a significant amount of weight can tell you that maintenance is a whole other ballgame. 
it requires a whole different skill set than losing the weight. A whole different one. I did another episode called The Cost of Thinness, and I talk about what it's like to lose a substantial amount of weight and then keep it off. And the mindset that you have to have and the dedication and it's a whole other thing and how your body fights you the whole time to get back to your set point because your body always has a set point where it takes you back to. Do you know what I'm talking about? We call it a plateau in the fitness industry, but really it's a set point. It's where your body's comfortable, but you'll fight it because you're not comfortable with that weight, but your body is. Here's another hard question. What if you lose the weight, you buy all the clothes, and then you gain the weight back? Then what? I'll tell you what. Then you feel guilty because you just spent a bunch of money and you weren't disciplined, well-powered, motivated enough to keep it off, and it came back. And then you feel shameful because it's like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I keep it off? And that shame and guilt will keep you stuck in that dieting cycle for as long as you let it. And I know these are hard questions, and I'm sure some of you are very defensive and on guard right now. And I ask you to just take a breath and take a moment to consider, are you stuck in that diet cycle where you keep trying to find the next best thing? And you know that if you were just motivated enough, if you just had enough willpower, if you were just committed enough, that you could do it. Friend, I, I just, oh, are you in that 89%? That's where I want to come back to. And if you haven't listened to episode 42, please check it out. 40 reasons why losing weight is so hard. So what do you do if you're like, okay, all right, Kim, I hear you. But how do I, how do I reconcile this in my mind that this body that I've been hating on or trying to hide and trying to make smaller, now you want me to dress it? How do I do that? Enter body acceptance. Ooh, body acceptance. Ah, what comes up for you? I know for a lot of people, what pops up is that if I accept my body, I don't know what I would do. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that would be like. Or I will be out of control and I will gain a ton of weight because I'll eat all the things if nobody's telling me what to eat or if I accept my body as it is or that I'll let myself go. That's a really hard one. What does it mean to let yourself go? So let's look at these real quick. Acceptance is not the same as liking your body. I'm not asking you to do that. Acceptance is a form of neutrality. Body neutrality is where you look in the mirror and you don't criticize, but you also don't praise. You're just neutral. You're like, all right, this is my body. Cool. That's it. And by doing that, you release the hostility toward yourself. And you begin to allow for the possibility of actually someday moving from that neutrality into appreciation for your body. And maybe you can start to do that with certain parts of your body. You're like, well, I hate my stomach, but I appreciate my arms because I couldn't hug my kids without them. Start there. Start somewhere. But maybe even just neutral. Look at yourself in the mirror. If you can, get naked and do this. Stand in front of the mirror and just practice neutrality. And as you do, see what comes up for you. 
And another part of acceptance is grieving. So there is five stages of grief. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross has a whole book on this. She's kind of the one that put these five stages into the forefront for psychology because everybody seems to move through these stages. And going through the grieving process is really important. This is an episode that I'm doing in two weeks on body acceptance and the grieving process because you have to let go of a lot of things, let go of exceedingly high expectations, let go of health and beauty standards, let go of the war, let go of the struggle. And for a lot of you, you identify with the struggle. A dieter is part of your identity. Being on a diet or constantly having this need to change your body has become a part of you. And you have to let go and grieve that. So I'm not saying that body acceptance is easy by any means. It's complicated. But I'm saying that this is a way out and a way through. And we'll talk about that in a couple weeks. Again, make sure you've subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss that episode. And the other objection is that I'll be out of control and I'll gain a ton of weight or eat all the things. And it's valid. And it's a reaction that you have. When somebody says you can do something, you react. It's like, oh, I'm a little bit rebellious. I can eat whatever I want. Fine, I will. And maybe for a little while you indulge in that. And then you don't feel good. And you're like, wait a second, this isn't working for me. And instead of bouncing back into a diet, you start to practice intuitive eating and intuitive moving. If you're like, Kim, what are these words you're talking about? Send me a PM and I will happily talk to you about intuitive eating and intuitive moving because it's life-changing. But you'll start to see these things, movement and nutrition and dressing yourself as a form of self-care because you are caring for yourself. You're letting go of the need to try to control things especially your body. And you'll find a peace and contentment when you transition out of this idea that you'll be out of control. And the shoulds are what takes your control. I shouldn't eat X number of calories. I shouldn't eat these foods. I shouldn't wear these clothes. I shouldn't do this or I have to do this kind of exercise. And when you take all those away, what's left is choice. What do you choose to do? What do you want to do? And it's a whole other thing. But you can find that you're more compassionate with yourself and with others. And dressing your body can help you do those things more easily. The other idea is that I'll let myself go. What does that mean? I want to challenge that one. What does it mean to let yourself go? Because I think we have this idea that that means that everything's going to hell in a handbasket. And it's, it's not. And so I challenge you to define that and see what comes up for you when you think about letting yourself go. Because if you're working on dressing yourself and taking care of yourself, how is that letting yourself go? But that's one of the objections that comes up a lot. Okay, so all of that was under body acceptance. This is a lot. I feel like this needs to be a two-part episode. My goodness, because we're already at 30 minutes. You know what? It is. It's going to be a two-part episode. That's what we're going to do. So next week, we are going to finish up the rest of the objections that come up when we talk about dressing the body that you have right now. 
and we're going to dive into fitting into your skinny clothes, your before and after clothes, what to do when you just want to be comfortable, what to do when when you're just too tired to dress up or you don't have any money for new clothes. We're going to talk about all of that next week. So make sure you tune in, subscribe to the podcast, and yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think. So I'd love to invite you over to the Captivatingly Confident community on Facebook. And I want you to share with us your thoughts on this. What does it mean to let yourself go? What comes up for you when you think about body acceptance? Share with us. Maybe you love getting dressed. Give us some of your tips and tricks. We want to learn from you. And this community is a great place to feel safe and supported in your journey on becoming you more bravely. Okay, my friends? All right. I will see you next week. I hope the rest of this week finds you viewing your body with more neutrality and getting maybe a little bit excited about what you could wear that would make you feel more confident. I'll see you next week. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Captivatingly Confident. I am so excited that you're here and investing in yourself. If you want to learn more about Captivatingly Confident, you can visit my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. Thank you so much for hanging out today. If you would like to, I invite you to subscribe to the show and also to leave a rating and review on iTunes. Every single review means so, so much to me, and it helps to get the word about Captivatingly Confident out and to help change women's lives. I'll see you next time.